0: Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stabb.
1: All right. Welcome to our podcast, Legally Sound Smart Business, where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist, just like a little lemon, as I like to say, to those business news stories. My name is Nasser Pasha.
2: (laughs) And I'm Matt Staub. I don't know if you like to say that, but You've said it like a couple times. That's all I say. I love to say that. Yeah. This podcast is like a lemon. Sour. And yellow. Used for uh, lemonade. And it's a fruit. Yeah.
1: You listen to it when you're thirsty.
2: Exclusively during the summer. Getting off track here. Got to talk about this. uh, Where is this in? Well, Texas and then New York, I guess. So Nice. Two of your favorite states. Yep. This has been a very Texas and New York themed week, it seems like. We covered California, too little bit yeah it's the the spread of our firm i suppose but
1: yeah we'll need to get illinois soon too once we start practicing there
2: yeah so what we have is a company who came up with a new name for their startup called triple mint all one word
1: that's original
2: why i didn't realize it actually means something in the real estate industry of Triple mint means you have a pristine, or sorry, immaculate condition of an apartment with a immaculate living space, kitchen, and bathroom. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, triple mint. I get, I get that. So they have this, they have this startup, which actually has already raised some funds, uh, 1.65 million from some people.
1: Wait, wait, this, this is, this is pertinent because some of the investors are Tyler and Cameron
2: Winklevoss,
1: those two twins. Winklevoss. Yeah. Those are the twins that are famous for accusing Mark Zuckerberg of stealing their idea for Facebook. Go ahead. (laughs) I just, I think it comes into play.
2: So they're just a real estate brokerage in New York. Is that, that's it? Yeah. But, but they're,
1: they're a little bit different. (laughs) Funny enough, I'm, I'm looking at a screenshot of their site and it says, why are we are different? That'll answer our questions. So there's pictures of the city and some pictures. So you see what we see, no sales pressure, technology rules. I have no idea what that means. But what I do know is that they are kind of a, have a startup mentality. I think their their capital and their assets are in their technology. They allow a lot of innovative searching and, you know, those kinds of things. I'm trying to figure out exactly what makes them original, but I'm sure some of our users are familiar with them already. Yeah, they have kind of like a Zillow interface to be able to see listings and things like that, which I guess is cool, but
2: yeah. There's another business in Texas, Austin specifically, called Triple Mint Real Estate, also a brokerage, smaller brokerage, less people. But you know, it's going to be doing the same same thing as Triple Mint, one word, lowercase, in New York. So, the Texas one started in 2006, so well before this New York one started up. And I guess that's where. Well, it's not really. We're not really at a dispute right now, but just an interesting point because the New York one wants to be nationwide. Well, as you alluded to at the beginning of the episode, Texas seems to be a pretty big state and uh, where some of the action is at. So I think if you want to be nationwide, Texas is probably going to be a spot you would want to be. Maybe New York, California, Texas would probably be my go-to three, at least initially. So yeah, what's going to happen when triple mint two expands into Texas where triple mint Real estate already exists, and I, I guess that's where the potential problem lies.
1: We can dig deep in the law here. I well, let's just do that now. I mean, and then we can talk about kind of conceptually about naming yourself and so forth. But here we have Triple Mint Real Estate, based out of Austin. Let's assume that they don't have any trademark filed rights, and I don't. I, I believe in the story that we saw. I don't think they, they do, and. And let's say that Triple Mint, this startup company in New York, because they just got $1.65 million, I'm sure they have lawyers to, to take care of that. They file a trademark, and I don't know if they have a trademark yet or not, but let's say they register their trademark and it's approved. So now you have this Triple Mint real estate that, was using their, their name beforehand, and now this is a trademark file. Now, does triple M- real estate have to stop using their name? No, most likely not, because they, have, they may have obtained through the course of their own use, a common law trademark, even though they didn't register. And so now it becomes an issue of, whether or not this trademark registration is contestable or not, and that depends upon how long it's been registered. I think after five years it becomes uncontestable. But even then, just because they have, you have a valid trademark doesn't mean that the other party still doesn't have a valid common law trademark and that you have exclusive use to that trademark nationwide in every single circumstance. Keep in mind that there's a presumption that you do. That's the purpose of the trademark registration. But if someone has pretty much priorly established the trademark, then they do have substantial rights with that.
2: I mean, I just searched, so both the triple mint and triple mint real estate, neither of them have any trademarks. There's been a few for triple mint, one word that have been filed, but they've all been toothpaste, gum, or liquor related. So actual mint. Oh
1: yeah, triple mint.
2: <laughs> yeah. So none of them have been related to real estate, at least when I typed in triple mint and then triple mint with a space. So yeah, there, I mean, on the trademark side, I guess we're, we're looking at first use, which you know, it's going to be 2006. I I think it's before 2011 or whatever.
1: What you do is you do, if you do 2011 minus 2006, and if you get a positive number, then it's before. If it's a negative number, then it's after. That's how I do it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. thanks. Usually you're bad at the math, but
1: (laughs) I'm not bad at the math.
2: (laughs) I wanted to get to something I found interesting. And at least one of the stories about this was the first triple mint said, you know, they wish that the, the second one would have called them and just let them know about it. But like, I mean, I don't have a problem with them not calling them. Like why? I kind of have a problem with them
1: naming their startup Triple Mint a little bit because, I mean, I'm just looking here. If I search just Triple Mint Real Estate or let me just do something else, Triple Mint Broker. In both cases, TripleMintRealEstate.com comes up, not TripleMint.com. Point being is that I know most people don't, do a whole trademark search to make sure that whatever name they're coming up with for their brand isn't taken, even though they should. But at least Google it, right? I mean, at, at least start with that. And unless this website's completely new, I'm sure if they would have done a little research, they would have found, oh, you know, someone already has triple Mint Real and they're using it. Maybe triple Mint's not the best name. I don't, I mean, at the same time, I understand it's they're just looking at it. Okay, this is a three or four person brokerage in in Austin, so who cares, you know?
2: Well, the thing is, it's it's not like they just started off either. This was a rebrand, Exa- exactly. So they used to be Sweetie, which I think is way more clever than Triple Mint.
1: Well, Triple Mint's cool if you once it's explained to me, but I I didn't I didn't catch that.
2: Yeah, unless you're, I, I feel like unless you're in the real estate field, you're not going to know. That'd be like you and I creating the name, a name for a law firm. That's like a funny lawyer joke yeah. that nobody else would get. Exactly. Resipsa Locador. <laughs> <laughs> Resipsa. Did I even get that right? I don't even know. 0% chance a transcript is correct on that, by the way. Instead of Pasha
1: Law and Associates, like Pasha Law et al., that'd be good. Could be. But what's stupid about the law, not stupid about the law, but what's silly about it is that it would just be Latin. So (laughs) the inside joke would just be Latin phrases. Yeah. Anyway, I think from a a startup perspective, at the least, you know, in this day and age, you shouldn't run into issues where you pick a name that you think is clever where someone else is basically using the exact same name. You know, that seems a little silly to me.
2: You know what's funny is I... I just looked, I searched Triple Mint and there was an article, the the second one, about an article about the second Triple Mint, the new one, the rebranded one on TechCrunch that was posted yesterday and has nothing to do with this sort of name issue and it just is about them rebranding and maybe it depends on who you ask whether this is an issue or not.
1: I also don't like their their logo because it reminds me of Mint.com. It's just, it's very similar to it. They use the dot of the I as a leaf where mint just puts a mint leaf next to it. But
2: I don't know still. I think that the goals I figured out is it's targeted towards millennials, I believe. So yeah, lots of millennials buying houses in uh, Manhattan right now, probably. People are starting to, I'm sure. Well,
1: anyway, okay. Lesson learned. Yeah, lesson learned takeaways are uh, just do a Google search at least. And then if you are really going to be spending money on this brand, do some trademark searches maybe as well. And maybe they did. Again, maybe they did. And maybe they, they saw this triple mint real estate out in Austin and, and disregarded yeah. it and decided to go forward, which is fine too, because it's not like it prohibits them from using the the brand either once they file their trademark.
2: Yeah. And this is actually, I mean, this is a real world topic we talk about with, with clients, if they don't have a name in mind, or maybe they have a couple ideas, like this is the discussion that happens and i tell them look step one just type it into google and see what pops up that should be the. i mean yeah who cares what names have been taken as a trademark or registered with the state at that or dba at that point just like just look and see what's out there first
1: yeah as a first step exactly
2: then if they're if the url is taken you have to get one of those dot sucks domains
1: (laughs) (laughs) or dot pizza uh they should do triple dot pizza which by the way in case People don't realize we have Pizza. Go to it now, please.
2: Still can't believe that.
1: Yeah, in case you guys missed it, like I, I said that's Matt and he thought I was joking and for like a whole week he didn't realize it was up and I'm like, no, seriously, it's, we have Pizza.
2: It's pretty funny. I tried to order pizzas on there many times and nothing's gotten mm-hmm. delivered.
1: Oh, it's coming.
2: It just gets delayed. <laughs>
1: okay, guys, thanks for joining us, everyone. Hopefully your week went well. Ending it on a high note with Legally Sound Smart Business.
0: Yep. Keep
2: it sound and keep it smart.
0: This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasir Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up to date and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.